Hello, glad to have you back. Uh, here on Silent Grace Straight Jacket Cafe, where we cover the most disturbing things you could ever imagine. This is part two of 11 most chilling murders. Some are unsolved. Some are solved with the culprit caught, thank goodness. Uh, we left off last time with... Yeah, let me go back one. I forgot where exactly it is. Who our last uh, victim we covered was, was Dorothy Stratton. Of course, her husband was a real nutcase who killed her, then raped her dead body, then turned the gun on himself. In my opinion, he did the world a favor by doing that because that's just not right at all. So, uh, you know, like I said in the last podcast, this is a timed podcast. Uh, it's... Uh, I have to take a couple of days off to, um, you know, uh, kind of clean out my closets and stuff. It's kind of, you know, inspection time's coming up, so I can renew the lease at my apartment. I may or may not have told you that. Uh, so I figure we can move on to part two. This will drop on, uh, let's see, when's the next podcast scheduled for this thing? So, uh, it's for, uh, when is it for? Let's see. So, yeah, this is going to drop on, uh, Tuesday, actually. So, this is, it's going to be dropped for Tuesday. Right now, it's currently a Wednesday uh, that I'm recording this. The 14th of April. So, um, anyway, so it's kind of lets me off the hook. One less podcast for uh, Tuesday, I guess. Anyway, so continuing on with the two part series on 11 shocking murders that occurred, we all know Gianni Versace was a very, uh, uh, very, uh, popular fashion icon and um he was shot in broad daylight in front of uh his mansion in miami south beach and is just so bold that it still is uh pretty much uh it's just a shock to everything i mean who shoots someone outside their house in broad daylight i'm sure a lot of people would but you know um not something anyone should do, honestly, unless they don't value their freedom. So, um, he worked with Princess Diana of Wales. He basically dressed her um, in his fashion. So that's where you see some of his work. Um, on the morning of July 15th of 97, he was acting strangely. Well, was for his death, he went to a local cafe passed the entrance, and then circled back to enter. The hostess later remarked that it seemed as if he would, he thought as though someone was following him. So Versace brought, bought a newspaper and turned his, turned his multi-million return, and yeah, then turned back to his multi-million Mediterranean village, but would never make it to the front door. And, uh, Basically, it's unclear exactly how the murder went down. So some of the witnesses saw a young man in his 20s approach Versace from behind, shoot him twice in the head, and others say the man looked like they 
The men looked like they knew each other and were struggling over a bag when a gun went off. However, it happened, and one of the world's most iconic fashion designers was dead. So the 27-year-old Andrew Kananen had a reputation in the local gay community as a flashy gold digger who targeted older men to squeeze free trips and expensive items of them. The gay people also called him an hinged Kananen, that is. And uh, uh, three months before murdering Versace, uh, he killed four other men across the country. That landed him on the FBI's most wanted list, deservingly enough. He would never answer for his crimes, nor reveal his motive for killing Versace, because guess what? He killed himself inside, Miami, inside of a Miami houseboat, houseboat shortly after Versace's murder, leaving behind no note and just a few belongings. That's a really tragic deal. Kitty Genovese, we come to her. Pretty girl. She's pretty. She's got outside of her apartment while many of her neighbors watch. And this shocked the public, obviously. So, it's no doubt she was murdered in cold blood. Screaming for help, and the neighbors who heard her screams did nothing. Psychologists asked themselves, how could someone see an attack or witness a crime take place, but no one would do anything? And so, according to the term bystander effect, which now appears in virtually every psychology textbook. So, on March 13th of 1964, at around 2.30 a.m., she left the bar she worked at in Hollis, Queens, and drove home to her apartment in Kew Gardens, KW Gardens. She didn't notice a car pulled outside. Uh, pulled out of a nearby parking lot and followed her all the way home. So, uh, who was it, you know? So basically, we're going to find out in a minute. Uh, she parked her car at the railway station. Kitty did. And uh, started the roughly 100-foot walk to her apartment building. That's when Winston Mosley attacked so she screamed, and she stabbed her. It was around, or it was 3.15 a.m. The neighbors were woke, awoke with the sound of her screams and cries for help. None of them came to her aid. One man shouted, leave that girl alone. It was enough to scare Mosley away. But even with him gone, nobody helped Genevieve back to her feet. For 10 minutes, she crawled around on the ground slowly bleeding out, no one helping her, and then Mosley came back. Stabbed her several more times, raped her, robbed her, and then ran off. Neighbors then called police until 4 a.m., nearly an hour after she'd first been attacked. And by then, it was too late as Genevieve was already dying. A few witnesses claimed they called police, but their calls weren't given priority. Others simply stated they assumed someone else would do it instead. The behavior of the neighbors cost a young woman her life. And she's been grimly immortalized in psychology textbooks as well as the history books. That, that's just horrible. How can you do that to somebody? That's the end of the list. 
And uh, I want to thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, we're very, uh, all these people died senselessly, some at the hands of maniacs and some at the hands of jealousy or whatever the other motives are. And, you know, the thing is, you can't imagine the pain their families felt and if there was any remorse from the murderer, it was probably never found. And uh, it just proves that humanity is a, uh, that humanity has a broad spectrum of uh, apathy instead of empathy, and that they're desensitized to what really matters, and that's human life. And uh, people are just, gone crazy in my opinion for this reason i don't like most people but you know that's just me yeah uh so anyway hope you enjoyed the rest of the 11 part series uh the other the reason why it was a two-part is because i'm only allowed 30 minutes on anchor to record i don't know maybe i have to upgrade for a longer time but 30 is enough for me to Get in what I have to say and be done with it. Uh, yeah, just uh, take care of yourselves. Be good to each other. And, uh, you know, just behave yourselves. Because we don't want to see you end up in an article on the internet for something stupid. So, I hope you have a nice day. Uh, looks like the apartment inspection when this airs is going to be taking place. And it's the 20th on a Tuesday. Yeah, so while you're listening to this, I'll probably get my apartment inspected, my lease renewed. Because I am mess. Closets are just in poor organization. So, you know, um, let me know. Uh, give me a like on Facebook, Salem Grace Straight Jacket Cafe. Past episodes are there, archived episodes, you know, episodes of the past. And I'll be nervous as I'll get out on things probably Tuesday. But it's it's going to be all right because I know that I'm just going to keep living here and keep bringing you the most disturbing of material you can muster. This will be given an explicit label for content. And... Uh, I hope that you uh, all take care of yourselves and have a nice day.